Hi guys, uh, thank you everyone for tuning in. Uh, another wonderful episode of MaxWeb video podcast. Today we have a very special friend here with us. And if you are tuning in on Spotify or um, any of your favorite platforms, please make sure to save some time later tonight to watch this on video because our uh, friend has some amazing slides for us. So without further ado, uh, my dear friend Daniel um, is here with us today and I will let him share a bit about himself. I know a lot of you guys know him, especially in the copywriting world, but uh, I, I won't do it justice. So I'll let him tell you a bit about himself. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for the warm intro, Anna. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's great to be here. Um, hi, I'm, I'm Daniel Doon. Um, I'm, I'm a direct uh, response conversion copywriter. I've uh, been, been doing copywriting for the past um, 10 or so years, uh, give or take. And uh, yeah, you know, um, I just love, you know, con uh, conversion psychology. I love, you know, direct response. I love uh, the art of persuasion. Written written copy for uh, some of the biggest brands in America, um, including MaxWeb. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, just uh, excited to, to, to be here. Um, I'm excited to talk, talk shop, talk copy, and yeah, um, boost, boost conversions and yeah, all, all that good jazz. <laughs> That's wonderful. And uh, honestly, such an honor for us to have you here with us. Uh, a lot of our affiliate partners, you know, not just internally for our traffic, but, you know, uh, a lot of our affiliates indirectly have to be good at copywriting because in order to have a strong pre-sale, even when you, I don't know, you write the copy of the quiz for Facebook or social or YouTube, you really uh, need to be good at copywriting. So, you know, we try to learn as much as we can, but but, you know, um, as any other affiliate, I'll tell you the same. It doesn't come naturally to us the way it comes to you. Uh, I know it's, you know, it's so much easier for you to write, uh, write copy. So I'm really excited. I have my notepad ready. So I'm going to be taking a lot of notes. And uh, just thank you so much. I know how busy you are. So for you to make the time for us, it's, it's a huge honor. So thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for for having me. You know, this is uh, this is an honor uh, for me as well. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'll I have a few questions uh, that we got from our affiliates, and we'll let some of our friends ask live. Uh, but right now, I'll let you get into the slides. They look beautiful. Uh, the yellow is my favorite. I don't know about you, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, always always got to be on brand with a banana yellow. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So. Okay, so this is my presentation, uh, 44 lethal copywriting mistakes that might accidentally kill your landing page conversions. Um, you know, landing pages are, you know, super, super important for, you know, almost any offer uh, um, online. And um, um, if you make, you know, one, um, uh, you know, one or two mistakes here and there, it's not too bad. But if you make like, like a whole, whole bunch of these, like it's going to kill your uh, conversion rates and it's going to, you know, um, increase your, you know, cost, cost for acquisition and it's just going to, you know, not not end well, <laughs> so um yeah so uh, without further ado let's let, let's get started, um let's let's go on to the first slide um so uh, number one so lack of cred credibility, so if your copy doesn't have enough proof or uh, you know uh, proof of success or points that you know reassure that your offer will actually deliver on its promises, um then it makes it not not credible so um you know lose trust right so create create more proof points more more testimonials more proof of success more um, you know, transformations, and then um, truly demonstrate the the vaginal like, er, sorry, 
uh, truly demonstrate the value um, in a visual way. So showcase the offer in a more direct and you know visual way through copy. And um, you can use you know kind of more um, you know more 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 words that you know convey um, visual visuals instead of you know just like text. So you know the uh, um, whole adage you know show don't tell kind of thing. Um, next, um, overly logical. Um, if the copy is overly logical, it doesn't stir emotion, then it might come off you know dull, drab, and kind of kind of lifeless. Um, how to fix it? You know more and more emotion up, up front. So like you you see a lot of you know things that you say okay like 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 sound like an emotion sandwich, right? So it's emotion, hook, logic, logical sales argument, trans transition, and then emotional close. So typically more more emotion upfront is really good. Um, and then also, you know, again, more 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 visual copy, right in ways that 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 showcases movement. So you know, um, um, always lead lead with like a verb, um, or you know, like um, something that you know conveys like more movement instead of just oh, you know, like blah blah. blah this is like logic, logic, logic. Oh, so start with the verb. I like that one. Yeah. That actually makes sense. And overly logical. Would you say that uh, I'm trying to think of an example? So it would be something if we're trying to use too many facts. So if you're, you know, trying to sell a diet supplement, um, if you start with a lot of facts about how many people in the world are overweight, that's probably too logical. Um, yeah, 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 yes, yeah. It's gonna kind of like remind you of like you know college days or something that you know university where it's just like kind of like you're you're being lectured to, right? So yeah, it's always important to hook 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 uh, with emotion and then lead into logic. Um, so leading with logic and like starting off with with, with more and more logic. Makes sense. <laughs> Got it. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Uh, next slide. Um, dull transformation. So. Um, um, if your copy makes your offer sound too hard, then you know it's not going to be good. Um, or um, if your prospect feels that moving forward, you know, like like by now or you know, um, book a call, um, it's going to be a painful and confusing process. Um, I, I, uh, it's not going to be good. And the reason why is because um, going from I guess like a prospect to like a lead to a customer needs to be easy, right? You know, like like they're already paying money for you know your your offer, so like might as well. Like make that like as seamless as possible for them. Don't don't you know accidentally you know um, put in too many roadblocks, right? So um, how to fix it is uh, you need to really really create create or like make uh, make the transformation sexy, right? So future pace their um, success and, and 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 make sure that your prospect is always reminded of their um, desired transformation. And you know so make them visualize what su success looks like, right? Uh, in their head. And then next, um, use adjectives that uh, can convey ease. So add add more verbiage that reassures your prospect that the offer is easy, right? So easy, um, simple, um, fast. You know, just like adjectives that say, hey, hey, like you know, like if you sign up now, or 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 um, like if you take up this offer, it's going to be easy for you to to take it up. It's um, so easy for you to you know do the transformation. Uh, it's going to be easy, right? And like um, if your offer. Or the 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 product that you know you're you're uh, promoting is, is actually like a good product. Um, you know it's gonna be truthful, right? Easy. Awesome. Um, next we're gonna have uh, repetitive language, right? So um, um, I see this like uh, quite a lot with a lot of the copy, copy um, that I personally you know edit for clients. Right. And um, you know um, if it's like super super repetitive, um, if it overuses a lot of words that make make like that make the writing feel like the prospect's reading the same words over and over again, um, it's gonna be bad. And right. and like 
and, and, and a lot of writers who like don't I guess don't really know how to write properly <laughs> they'll 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 kind of lean in on you know words that you know uh um, these over and over again like you know like um uh, discover blah blah discover blah blah discover blah blah and it's just like it, like, it just feels like <laughs> yeah yeah so um so like make sure that you know there's a narrative arc so you know use use proper storytelling don't just repeat you know, like the same story over and over again and uh and uh, when it up, use a thesaurus, right? So make sure that the words you're you're, you're using are 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 varied. So uh, so instead of use, uh, just using like discover, use like uncover, or 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 use get and blah blah, or you know um, you know pull back the curtain on blah blah, blah right? So so use you, use different the, words and using the you know the vocabulary or the thesaurus on your on your uh, on your paper, it's fantastic. I mean. A uh, quick fact: uh, Obviously, English is not my uh, uh, the language you know that's that we speak in Romania, the country where I was born. I moved to the U.S. when I was older. So, long story short, when I started going to to college in the U.S., uh, uh, writing composition like you had to be good, no matter what college you were in. I was at Penn State, so you had to be good at everything. Long story short, this is what saved me, and I got a lot of A's. So, um, even if English is not your first language. It's so powerful to pretty much look for a synonym. So if the word that you know is discover, just look for a synonym of that word, right? So it's going to make your paper or basically your copywriting look fantastic. I mean, it got me somewhere, right? I mean, I tricked them for a while there. So it's it's it sounds silly or it sounds like an easy trick, but I, I agree. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, um, I actually use this uh, tactic um, in elementary school, and like one of the the papers I wrote, you know, my 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 elementary school teacher was like, "Hey, like Daniel, like your your vocabulary is like way too good. Like you obviously didn't write this." And I was like, "What?" So, so yeah, so that's so a good trick. It's a good trick. <laughs> uh, funny. Okay. So um, next one. Um, uh, so if your copy is completely dry. Um, 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 and this is kind of similar to the whole like logical thing, right? So um, if your copy doesn't um, list a lot of emotions or take prospects through their emotional journey, um, or just states things in a matter of fact way, then it's too too dry and it might not convert as well, right? Because um, your whole point is to um, entertain the uh, prospect, not not bore them with logic. How to fix it? Liven up the phrasing. So add more words that add more visuals and paint like a stronger picture. And then also do more um, storytelling, right? So like narratives um, and and feature pacing, right? So yeah, just um just like like one thing I like to do is like to, to um to like basically just like um distance myself away from it for a little bit, um then uh, um then come back to it and be like okay well like is this actually interesting to me, <laughs> uh, because if it's not then it probably needs more um, storytelling or more visual phrasing. Um, next is not conversational. Um, uh, so if your copy reads reads kind of stiff and robotic, uh, uh, almost forced, then it doesn't sound like something like an actual human would say. Then um, it's probably bad. Um, so uh, how to fix it? Read it out loud, and use transitory phrases. Right. So don't don't leave things or like don't don't make things kind of awkward between um, um, sections. And then always read copy out loud because uh, sometimes like it just sounds like you're kind of forcing something, 
And yeah, a good copy has to read like like a real human to human, you know, um, interaction. Like like no matter it, you know, if it's like like um, direct response copy or like you know conversion copy or an email or like an ad or like a landing page, the highest converting copy is conversation. Do you still read your coffee out loud or you got to the point where like, ah, I'm sure it's conversational because I'm so good. <laughs> uh, that's a good question. Um, for, uh, for the first, you know, um, five years or so, you know, I had to read everything out loud. Nice. These days, um, I guess I've, I've, uh, I've, I've had some, I guess, automatic processes like in my head that, you know, allowed me to actually do, do that without actually reading it. <laughs> well, but I mean, five years is something and I agree in order to become really good at something you really have to uh take your time to you know obviously become an expert so i mean for a lot of the new copywriters or the affiliates that are needing copy for their ads remember it takes a while so it's okay to read stuff out loud or use the vocabulary when you need it yeah absolutely <laughs> uh, okay the next one is overly selfish so this is actually a mistake that a lot of new copywriters make or like new new i guess offer owners business owners um and 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 that is the copy is overly selfish so the copy focuses on too too much on what you personally value on your offer not enough on how it actually helps the prospect all right and like so so uh, so so a lot of the times what what you might find good about your offer your prospect might not really care about um, and like, and like, honestly, like, like this, this took me like years and years to like learn, um, you know, cause like, you know, let's say that, you know, like you, you're, you really care about, you know, the um, craftsmanship and blah, 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 blah. Right. You know, if you're physical product, but the customer is like, okay, well, I, um, I just like that it solves this problem. And I, you know, I don't really care, um, how it's built. Right. So, yeah. So like, um, always, I'm always trying to come up with better angles, big ideas that, that, that better resonates with the prospect and the problem that they're trying to solve with with your your offer as a solution um and then also dig deeper into psychographics right so learn 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 as much about the the prospect as possible and then really really try to get into their head and like why they might be trying to choose this offer okay um next we got wrong tone so um Wrong tone. Your copy makes your brand come off incongruent with how you want to be portrayed. So you know, like if you're like a luxury brand and your copy just makes you sound like you're some 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 amateur, <laughs> um, or like if you're you're uh, um, like a, uh, like a, like a grassroots kind of you know company with a grassroots offer, and your company and 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 your copy kind of makes you kind of sound like pretentious and like stuck up, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that that's both bad. <laughs> so um, how to fix it? Um, create a brand voice document, and then also um, assume a persona when writing. So, um, so like visualize like a character in your head, and then write um, in a tone that they'd find relatable. And also uh, have a document that you know um, encapsulates how to, um, how to properly phrase uh, sentiments. So you know um, examples of you know phrasing that this this character would actually say, and examples of phrasing that this character wouldn't say. Right, so tone, tone is very important. Um, this is also one of the most common mistakes for new offer owners or um, like new like affiliates, where they they can't just copy you know whatever um, um, whatever Gary Halbert says or like whatever you know you know or like they like copy their like you know competition and and, and like it just sounds weird. It just like 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 it doesn't sound like like 
like a brand. It just sounds like forced writing that is kind of copycat of someone else. Right. Yeah. We, we obviously see that a lot, so. Yeah. Um, so next one we have not, not relatable. Um, so um, if your copy isn't relatable to your prospect and they don't see themselves as someone that your offer can genuinely help, then that's obviously bad. And um, so what, what you can do is you can craft a more specific narrative, right? So, so like write a hook that, that actually um, hooks to them specifically. Um, and then follow up with a story that helps them relate, right? So like storytelling. And then more, more um, use more of their, their words. So do more research on um, the phrasing that, that the prospect actually uses. So yeah, like, like if you're writing to like a, like a younger crowd or like an older crowd or like a more middle-aged crowd or uh, a more crowd of men, or, you know, crowd of women or, you know, like whatever, you need to use words that they would actually use. Like if you don't use their words, then it like it's gonna sound like like it's not relatable to them, and like you know, yeah. So so it's so it's very important to write write words and write stories that your ideal customer avatar can really really like be like, oh wow, like that that's me, and they they, they clearly know me, and we we can be friends. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think if you are advertising something to a a I don't know, 20 year old, uh, you know, if you use something like YOLO, uh, it would make more sense than uh, giving them a quote from uh, Steve Jobs, because they might be, <laughs> who's that, right? <laughs> yeah. You're yep, right. Yep. Um, okay, next one. Um, too much jargon. So um, if your copy assumes that your prospect knows way too much about vertical specific information and vocabulary, then it's bad. Um, uh, because you run the the risk of the copy, you know, kind of just being like, huh? <laughs> and then, and then they don't really, I guess, understand what you're trying to say. Because um, uh, because uh, because if they come across words that they don't understand too often, they um, uh, they're gonna assume that this this offer is not for them, right? So, what you can do is you can simplify your writing. You uh, use words that are simpler to understand, and then also use more direct analogies. Um, and then incorporate, yeah. So. Um, incorporate analogies that help with comprehension. So, so like let's say that you're you're trying to write like like college students, right? You want to use more simple words, and then you want to use um, analogies that that a college student would understand, right? So, so like for example, like you know, let's say like you're 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 selling like a product that 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 does X, right? Well, you you can say okay, well you know, similar to living in a dorm, X is blah blah, right? So you so, so use analogies that are that are like okay, like wow, like or, or like okay, use analogies that your prospect can see that can or that your prospect can see themselves doing, mm. because uh, because when they uh, because when they picture themselves doing that thing or or like being that environment, like they can tie it directly to your product. And um, yeah, this this took me like like quite a while to like learn, but like once I did this, wow, like conversion rates amazing. <laughs> So they can visualize themselves doing that. So if it's a uh, college student, talk about I was in the other dorm and something happened, right? Yeah, yeah. That, I, that's cool. Yeah, I never thought <laughs> about it like that. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, next one is bad assumptions. So your copy assumes too many um, incorrect details about the prospect to the point where you uh, they feel like you don't understand them, right? So. So this, this, um, I see this, this quite a lot. Um, even in like more like advanced copywriters or like advanced business owners. Um, so like they, 
So like if they assume too many incorrect things about their buyer persona, it's gonna feel like kind of insulting. <laughs> and um, and um, yeah, so it's, uh, so it's all about you know, um, analyzing the you know top of funnel traffic, going to this asset, you know whether it's like a ad ad like landing page or like an email, and um, and um, yeah, so like try to uh, zoom out a bit more. Um, um, this happens. Don't go as narrow. Um, and then also yeah. Um, interview more customers and and um, look for broader similarities right so like you don't want to assume that you know um every single one of your your customer bases you know x y and z like if most of your your customer base who are good customers is only z but not x and y mm -hmm. then they're gonna feel kind of insulted and be like okay yeah this is the uh yeah this is not not, um, not the right product for me right and I mean, it goes back uh, with the bad assumptions. Uh, I like that you put the, the second how to fix it, study your prospects, because if you really know how the customer thinks and the psychology is going to be very hard to make bad assumptions if you actually study the prospects. So obviously, I agree. Good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's always important to, you know, always, always study the prospect. Um, um, next one is not not enough benefits. Your copy lists a lot of information about features, but not but not enough to tie them into tangible and directly relevant benefits. So yeah, um, you know, I'm going to be more customers and use more fast station bullets, right? Um, tie tie every benefit um, or tie tie every feature into a uh, benefit, um, and then find more uh, specific use cases from real customers and then write them out um, after you interview your customers, so that you can list like enough benefits and then tie the right features to the right benefits um because like so like so like this is actually something i guess kind of advanced um ish where where okay so so like let's say that a company is very very used to selling to their prime prime audience right um where or like their 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 primary market their 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 primary market really really cares about features because their primary market is already like a hot i guess buyer right they their 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 primary market might um only want to you know deep um deep dive into like only features right so you know like um for example cars right you know torque horsepower you know <laughs> um blah blah mm -hmm. right so, so so like that that is the i guess the the hardcore enthusiast market that 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 cares a lot about features right but um, um if the company wants to tap tap into a wider market or like you know go into a different market they're they're gonna have to connect features to benefits, benefits. for those fantastic. other markets. Yeah. Fantastic benefits, not facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like while it is possible to sell like using features yeah. to to like one market, um, if you want to grow your your company and tap into different markets, yeah, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> Right. And think about supplements, too. I mean, it's it's wonderful to write the benefits of uh, using organic, uh, you know, uh, ingredients or all the other good stuff. But most importantly for the customer, uh, more than uh, how great the, you know, the, the, the facts are, they want the benefits for themselves. Why is it good for me that, you know, the supplement is organic? So great fantastic and you know i'm listening to you here I'm, I'm making notes and it's uh thank you for offering so much knowledge and you're so cool about it it's almost like oh here is my entire livelihood and you know i'm just giving uh, all this great information out for free so i always love people like this that have that abundance mindset 
I mean, I can see you don't mind, like you would be excited for other copywriters to use the tools and be successful. And uh, I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. You know, always, always glad to uh, share my knowledge. Um, okay. Next is um, um, speaks too, too broadly. So, um, so if your copy doesn't specifically talk to one person, but assumes that you, you're, you're speaking to several people, then it's kind of bad, right? So um, how to fix it, use more you language. So yeah, so like there's, there's nothing worse than reading like an email and then saying it, um, and then hearing like, oh, you know, like you guys or, you know, everyone, blah, blah, right? So so like copy, well, like good copy speaks to like one, one person, um, like one person only, right? You know, kind of similar to like a conversation. Yeah. And, um, and, and also like a tactic that I use is also call up the prospect um, early on. So make sure that the cop, that the copy grabs the prospect from the beginning and then calls them out. Um, and uh, yeah, so so like so like when the prospect reads the copy, they need to be like, okay, well, this copy is clearly speaking to me and only me, mm. um, even if it's really not. Awesome. So be, be, besides using like the the person's name, so you know, let's say we send an email to our list. Obviously, we're gonna say, hey, John, hey, Amanda. Uh, what else can I do to make sure I call the prospect on like right away? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great question. So, um, so one of the best ways to call up the prospect early on is to um, basically ask or, or like um, tell tell a story or like ask ask questions that that like m make them say, "Wow, like this is me," right? So, ah. so, so like um, so like so like tell a story that you know kind of hits them where they're like at, at um, and then relates to their pain points. And then and then just like do that like at the beginning um, for like a little bit. Um, then um, then you can transition to like whatever, you know, you want to say and then transition to the close, right? So, so yeah, so um, it's important to have the prospect kind of visualize like, okay, like this, this, this emailer knows my, my struggles and, and like they might know how to fix, fix these issues that I have makes sense because you don't want to risk having uh you know having them read three paragraphs before they realize oh it's it's really targeting me or yeah. oh, i do have weight loss problems or you know i i do struggle with back pain or and or anything like that so awesome yeah 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 they're definitely not going to read that that long if it uh they they don't know that the copy is for them right. like right away yeah um, next is we call to action. Um, so your your copy's call to action contains too much friction to the point where the prospect is inspired enough to take the the next step forward. And um, how to fix it? Um, improve the lead and copy. So you know, change up the copy that that leads into the main call to action with you know better transition copy. And um, or uh, you can um, overhaul the offer's positioning. So make the offer objectively better and and like reduce risk, right? So so when a prospect, um, like before uh, before a prospect uh, becomes a buyer, they're uh, they're gonna be like, hmm, like if I, you know, book a call or like you know, um, buy now, um, is this going to be a decision that I'm gonna regret? <laughs> um, and yeah, like you know, you know, it's like the human thing, right? Like we don't want to make bad decisions, right? So. So it's important to reduce friction as much as possible before your your call to action, and yeah. So risk risk reduction guarantees 
and um, also um, improve the the lead and copy um, to um, include more benefits and more 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 feature pacing. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, uh, even for us, uh, I, I used to forget how important the CTA is because, you know, you focus on the benefits, you want to have, you want to add value, you want to make sure the copy is impeccable. And, you know, you forget that the customer has to click somewhere in order to get to your product. So the call to action can, you know, it has to be very obvious and, you know, the, the lead in copy is, is important. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, next, next we have um, poor, poor structure. So your copy contains uh, sales arguments that are poorly timed and aren't cohesive, making it difficult for prospects to follow. So, um, so yeah, so it's important to like follow like a framework, uh, you know, whether it's um, ADA or PASS, so um, attention to interest, desire action, mm -hmm. or problem agitate solution, or, or something else. Make sure that you're, you're, you're writing copy with with intention and, and 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 not just you know writing random words <laughs> um yeah and then um also i'm i'm interviewing more actual buyers so um, um and then find the uh, eureka moment and and frame the copy to lead to that to, to that point so 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 what i mean by um eureka moment is like a moment where your your prospect is or like yeah your or like the moment where your customer feels wow like this this is truly life-changing right like this 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 offer truly changed me and um and um, if you can capture that moment and translate it onto your sales page you know onto your landing page onto your ad and kind of tease at it then it's going to be good so yeah um use 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 proper um structure and and the right sales arguments yeah, and it's the, it's the second time you mentioned this and, you know, interviewing more buyers or at least uh, being really aware of all the testimonials and what the what the customers have to say, I mean, is, you know, not to uh, go back to the stereotype of uh, marketing 101, but you really do need to know and understand what the customers need, right? So only by interviewing and figuring out, you know, the testimonials and, you uh, maybe one of them is even going to tell you what the eureka moment was so you can reincorporate that into another ad so it's really really important to know what the customers think so um, yeah <laughs> yeah um let's see next is too vague mm -hmm. so um if your copy doesn't hone in on the specifics of the right pain points and um and uh, how your offer will specifically get your your prospects will what they they want then it's too big right so so um so the company has to like specifically hit the right pain points and then say um and then bridge the gap between what where where they're like at and then where they want to be and with with your offer as that bridge um how, how to fix it write more concisely um search search for more uh, fluffy parts of the copy and try to say more you know, with less um, and then also restudy the core benefits, right? So go back to the drawing board and then make sure that the the uh, benefits that you're putting down are the actual relevant benefits that the prospect um, actually is searching for. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. So be like super specific on pain points, and don't don't write write in a way where it's just like don't write in a way where where the benefits aren't completely transparent to the prospect, basically. Right. 
Um, next, um, overly pushy. Um, um, if your copy comes off as pressuring prospects um, into the sale instead of elevating desire um, and, and using psychological triggers, then it's overly pushy. Um, so yeah, so so like you don't want to I guess pressure people because like uh, because like psychologically like 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 the more humans feel pressured, the more uh, you know they don't really want to you know buy. Yeah, <laughs> so, they'll, they'll be more reluctant if they feel they're being pushed. Yeah. So 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 like what you want to do is you want to use less um uh, aggressive statements. You know, don't don't use like a demanding tone. Don't um like it's okay to be like like assertive but but like don't don't be overly assertive to the point where like you're kind of cramming the offer down their their throats yeah. um and then um also build up these the sales argument right so so create a more clearly defined narrative that better positions the offer and um so 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 basically when prospects read your your sales page um they um they uh they want to say okay well okay like this offer has x y z and so to help me do A, B, and C. And the reason why I shack now is, you know, you know, N, P, and Q. And this is why I should act. And then boom, closed. Right. So like you want to build up the, the sales argument with a clearly defined narrative. Um, um, um then have them convince themselves because uh, uh, because the copy is just so targeted at them, and because the copy is so good at conveying like the 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 uh, the desired transformation mm -hmm. um, in a time frame that they're looking for, right? So yeah, so um, uh, yeah, so so you don't want to push them; you want to make them convince themselves. Um, next, weak hooks. Your copy doesn't do a good job at piquing curiosity and holding attention at uh, beginnings of sections where it matters most. So. So, um, so whether that's like above the fold or like a headline, uh, like a subheadline, or you know, um, yeah, um, you basically have to like hook um, hook people where they're like skimming, right? And um, what what you can do is you can um, uh, try counter counterintuitive hook. So use a hook that goes against common knowledge, yet ties back into the offer. So you know, like um, for example, like you know, like um, 10 things you might not know about blah blah, blah all right or something like that <laughs> um so so like something that that um that that runs runs counter or uh something that 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 runs counter to common knowledge right so like like why 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 eating less um fat might make you gain weight you know like 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 that's like uh that's like a random example but like like something that Makes people go like, "Whoa, wait, what?" <laughs> and and those those hooks are very very powerful because it because it kind of snaps them out and you know, kind of acts as a pattern interrupt, right? And um, yeah, next uh, we can also open up like a strong curiosity loop. So so um, yeah, so like create create phrasing that that piques desire to figure out how the the uh, the story ends. And um, yeah, so um, super important to you know uh, write in a way that hooks them and keeps them reading, um, and then actually doesn't resolve their their curiosity until they actually buy your your offer. Um, okay, let's see. Next, um, terrible formatting. 
Um, uh, if your copy is hard to read and, and provides poor UX, your prospects' eyes get fatigued and they're not sure where to look. So you know, make uh, uh, make sure that the text is like uh, you know skimmable. Break up large chunks of text and make sure the copy works for skimmers. And then watch prospects um, real time. So you know, use use Hotjar, use you know heat mapping software to figure out what prospects are doing. And make sure that your um, that that not not only uh, is your copy good, but your UX is good as well. Okay. Um, next, confusing messaging. Hmm. So your copy doesn't create and build on a single narrative. Uh, feels uh, disjointed, confusing, and creates tangents that are hard to follow. Um, um, how to fix it? Rethink the main big idea and then create more logical transitions, right? So make sure that each section kind of seamlessly transitions you know, to the next and make sure that um, there's no gap in logic, right? So like, for example, like let's say that you're trying to sell something and, and, and like you're, you're, you're saying, um, you know, this, uh, uh, the software is good because of, of A, B, and then therefore C, right? But like, let's say that like, yeah, that that like sees a little bit kind of like far out there and like mm -hmm. or like yeah yeah so like yeah so like so a b so so then d right but but if you're missing c then it's bad so like you need to make sure that that the the logical transitions between sales sales arguments or like yeah the the sorry you need to make sure that the transitions between your sales arguments are very very clear Otherwise, you, you're going to lose people. Um, and yeah. We don't want that. Correct. And quick counts, guys, remember? <laughs> OK. Um, next, overly long sentences. Um, so this one's pretty um, self-explanatory. Uh, your copy contains too many long sentences, then it's bad. Um, how to fix it, front load benefits, and reduce common usage. So. Um, yeah, so uh, so like a lot of comma usage, or, or like a lot of commas could be periods mm. to you know make uh, make things easier to read. Um, 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 then a lot of benefits could be front loaded, meaning that so like let's say that you you write a sentence right, and um, um, they have to read like ten to like twenty words before they actually figure out what the benefit of that sentence is. Then that that's bad. So like you want to write in a way that um, front loads the benefits and makes it so that they can skim and still understand what you're trying to say. Um, next, uh, broken English. Um, so, um, so if your copy contains typos or grammar mistakes, um, it's going to create this uh, this halo effect that makes your brand seem unprofessional. And um, yeah, yeah. So like you're trying to you know promote an offer and your grammar and typos are everywhere. In, in like like is this gonna make you your your prospect lose lose all trust in you? Um, unless you're selling to a non-US market, um, um, in which case then if you I guess like if you write um, as well as your market reads, then uh, you know I guess it's okay. <laughs> but um, but if you're targeting like a US market and and, and you have typos and grammar mistakes, it's it's, it's gonna kill kill the offer completely. And there's um, many good tools that don't cost a lot that can really help with this so you know grammarly or any other tool like hemingway 
uh, can help. And it's again, they're not expensive tools that you can use. And, you know, copywriting, it, it doesn't matter if you're the product owner or the affiliate is definitely going to help you and improve your, your clicks and click through rates. So lots of tools. If you're not comfortable with it yourself, it's, it's really not a, not a problem. It can be easily fixed. Yeah. Yeah. A, a, um, a, a really common tool that I use, you know, um, is like Grammarly. Um, then I also use, um, uh, so like I also use um, this this thing called um, um, TTS Reader, and uh, and basically what it is is that, that like you can put put your put your your paragraphs um, um into it, and then have the the um, machine read it to you. Um, and this way you can uh, you can catch any like awkward phrasing or like typos there um, also as well. That's awesome. It's the first time I'm hearing of it. It's TTS Reader, right? Yeah, yeah. Just like Google TTS Reader, and then um, it should be one of the. Uh, links um i think it's like natural reader yeah uh naturalreaders.com um yeah yeah that's what i use awesome i i love tools we we had a whole section in our blogs too that are always about tools um <laughs> because i know they're out there i know how many we use for native or social so that's always fantastic tts reader um i'll start using it if daniel uses it i have to as well so <laughs> yeah and um and um, also um with like Grammarly um uh, Grammarly Pro is actually really really good like it's actually it a lot better than the free version. It is. It is. I'm uh, one of my past speeches. I, I I focused the entire presentation on the tools that we use because I realized what's common sense for a lot of us that you know we've been doing this for so long. It's uh it's not the same for the the newbies in our industry. So long story short, Grammarly was definitely on the list, and Grammarly Pro definitely worth the money. So uh, pretty even if you just write a lot of emails every day, you should be using Grammarly because you never know. So wonderful tool. Uh, you know, we should get an affiliate link from Grammarly because we're probably yeah. <laughs> them a lot of uh, customers. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Um, yeah. So, um, what 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 you can do is you know you can use grammar checking tools. Um, and, um, but uh, but another thing that I do is like uh, distance myself from the copy and then read it with fresh eyes. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, because like um, uh, because even you know though I've been writing for like you know years and years and years, um, I still make like really really silly mistakes sometimes that I catch. Um, uh, if I distance myself from the copy and then um, see later again like 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 in a day or like two days yeah smart so you always give yourself a bit of time to come back and read through it yeah correct okay um next one is not not enough value so um so if your copy doesn't convey some sets of value to feel like they're getting more than a fair deal then they're probably not not gonna get it right because um so like uh, so in order to like sell something anything really, you have to convince the prospect that what you're selling is worth a lot more than what they're paying for it. And um, with with copy, you know, that's, that you're like, yeah. So like when you're selling something online, copy is typically, well, like copy and like design, and you know, is is how you, um, you're gonna convey that value, right? right. So, so like um, you need to focus on relevant bonuses and, um, Lean in on extra perks to reassure that prospects that 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 they're they're getting a lot. So you know, um, yeah. So so uh, so this is a pretty common thing, you know, among um, you know, online offers where you basically um, stack b 
bonuses and bonuses and bonuses, you know, which is good. And then um, also uh, position it for the right people. So make sure that the, that the copy positions the offer in a way that's unique to the market and doesn't present it as a com uh, commodity, right? So like, let's say that you're selling something to help with problem X, right? There's gonna be a lot of other people that are helping with problem X as well, selling offers and you know, blah, blah. So, so like what you want to do is, so, so, so yeah, so like you don't want to be just another person selling X um, because then you're just going to blend in. Right. You're, you're going to want to position yourself um, as, um, as an offer that, that, that solves X for people who are Y. Right. Mm. And yeah. So it's, um, so it's kind of like micro niching ish where it's like you're, 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 you're niching down one step further. Um, in order to really, really better help people who who want X but are Y, right? Because you know, like, like let's say that you know, you know, uh, there's a fat loss offer, right? Um, there's uh, there's a lot of fat loss offers out there, and most people who want to lose, you know, lose lose weight, um, they don't really like like a generic fat fat loss offer isn't gonna really be sexy to them. If, you know, you know, if they're gonna want something like, okay, like, like, like a fat loss offer for busy dads who are blah blah, right? Or like, um, fat loss offer for, um, for, new for um, yeah, yeah. So like, so like, basically like, um, use cases, um, like personas matter a lot more than the the um generic problem, right? Like. Yeah. Yeah, so it's all about you know mm -hmm. zooming in on that target market and um, positioning yourself for the right people, and uh, that's uh, that's how you convey the the most value. Um, even if your 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 product is kind of like you know just uh, it's like a normal offer, but it's gonna be targeted towards that the, those those uh, specific use cases. Yeah, yeah. So like yeah. So like even if your your offer works for 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 both busy dads and new moms, just just focusing on just one target market will make it seem more valuable. Of course, and especially in ads, right? Because I mean, I know a lot of you guys that are going to be watching this later. Uh, think about it when you know, you're pulling up that new ad on YouTube, and uh, we'll be creating that small video on that new weight loss offer. You know, Daniel is right. I mean, you can do two ads, one of them, because it's going to work for both, right? So you can do one for uh, the busy dads who uh, never have time to exercise or the new moms that have uh, several children. So, you know, it, that's that's such a great point. And we, even if it's broad and we can sell it to everyone, when we do our ads, we should be specific because it's probably going to relate so much better to uh, to that mom or dad reading the reading the ad. <laughs> yep, yep, absolutely. Okay, uh, next one is unclear sentiments. Um, so if your copy contains wording that requires your prospect to read multiple times in order to try to figure out what you're saying, then that's obviously bad. Um, so you want to read with customers' eyes. Uh, put yourself in the prospect's shoes and, um, and then, you know, read it. And then uh, get a third-party perspective. So ask, you know, you know, ask, ask someone to like review and um, identify any potentially confusing trains, you know, thought. Tip, yes, yeah, because a lot of the times when, when like, you know, we are the offer owner, or you know, we are the product owner, 
we're we're too close to our offer, and so um, it's important to really really get either your customer's perspective or like another perspective to make sure that what you're saying isn't confusing, right? Be, um, so like yeah, yeah, because like when 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 you know a lot about something, you tend to write write in a way that assumes like that your audience also knows a lot about that thing, you're right. and like this this could be a trap when it comes to markets that aren't um, completely knowledgeable of what it is that you're selling. Yeah. Yeah. Like when, uh, you know, everyone was on the keto diet and I personally knew nothing of it. It was always uh, very hard to catch up and understand like all the micronutrients and how you calculate certain things. I mean, it really is Chinese if you're not knowledgeable or if you just don't know much about it. So that's, that's a really good point. Even if a lot of people know a lot about the specific topic, uh, don't assume that the, you know the people reading do, uh, because that's our job. Yeah, <laughs> the details that you know with the copy. That's what we're trying to uh, to fix, to be uh, informative, not to uh, let them guessing. So. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, next is uh, not not skimmable enough. So um, if your copy doesn't contain enough elements that that can be parsed at a glance. And um, prospects, you know, have uh, have to wade through long chunks of text. Then that that's obviously bad. Um, how to fix it? Um, you need to split long sections up um, into you know uh, shorter sections, and then um, also bold key value phrases. So you know, highlight words that that stand out as relevant to to, uh, to the prospects. So, uh, so that you know, when they're skimming, skimming, skimming through your sales page, they could be like um, better tuned to the benefits um, instead of just like, oh wow, this is like a giant. You know, while text, you know, I'm not going to read it. Yep. Um, the next one is wrong headspace. Um, your copy contains an angle that assumes that your prospect believes something that makes them receptive to your offer, but they're not, right? So, so like, what this means is that, like, um, if you assume that your prospect, uh, you know, you know, believes that 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 he or she is X, so then you need to sell them product A. Um, like if you really, like if they don't really believe X, then you, they're not gonna read anything else, right? So, so it's important to really, you know, survey customers and and trace the uh, prospect's journey to make sure that 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 your messaging is like properly um, aligned with where where they're like at, right? Because like um, like. Yeah. So, like for example, like like let's say that 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 you're you're uh, you're writing an offer that that is selling you know let's say like a keto offer, right? But if your prospect doesn't know anything about keto, and you don't educate them about keto, then they're then 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 you're incorrectly uh, um, assuming that they know keto when they don't. Right. Um, therefore, you you've lost the sale. Yep. Exactly. Um, okay, next, uh, um, unconfident frame. Your copy contains wording that suggests that you're not fully confident in the value that, that you provide to your prospect. Um, and yeah, so so um, if you're not confident that, that your offer is going to be helpful, your prospect is not going to confident either. Um, and yeah, so add, add more certainty. Um, so be be more uh, be more sort about you know um, you you being able to like help them and then don't don't use words such as if um so just like reframe the the sentiment better 
right so um yeah so just 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 um write in a way that assumes that you you are 100 percent sure that you can help if the prospect meets your qualifications hmm. okay next um, during sentences, your copy contains too many sentences with with similar length and tone, creating an ambiance that puts prospects to sleep. So, so like you have a bunch of sentences that are around ten words long, and it's just like blah 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 blah. Like it doesn't sound like a like a college lecture. Um, what um, what you want to do is you want to add uh, shorter sentences and like one one or two word phrases um in between. Um, and add add more emotional pull. Um, and, uh, yeah, cause like, um, cause like the last thing you want to do is just write in a way that is too monot uh, monotonous or like too, um, too like rhythmic to the point where it's just very, very like a steady rhythm. Mm -hmm. Some of the best ads out there really, really vary their sentence length quite a lot yeah. on, on, on purpose to, um, um, you know, snap people out of trances and to capture their, their attention better. Okay, next, uh, lack of flow. Um, your copy doesn't transition properly between ideas. Um, your words and sentences feel, feel stiff. Um, and how to fix it, revise sentences individually. So, so like within each paragraph, add each, each sentence uh, uh, by itself to, to make sure that it flows. Um, then also, so like what, what usually happens when you edit for like flow, sometimes that you you'll 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 edit like one or two paragraphs and it's good, but then it's not going to transition properly to the next paragraphs, right? So um so um so what I like to do is edit two paragraphs at a time or um like two two sections at a time, keep keeping eyes between both sections um, and then editing to make sure that you know both both things flow into each other. Uh, next is unnecessary details. Your copy drones on and on and reveals too much about your offer that your prospect does not currently care to learn about. Um, yeah, and basically, this is when you you kind of kind of uh, this is when you kind of assume things that your prospect thinks they're like like when you assume things that your prospect might be interested in but they're not really interested in. Yeah, and um, how to fix it? Make sure that the use case is super focused. And focus just on the best use case for the prospect, not 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 all the use cases, right? So, like for example, like let's say that your your offer helps, um, you know, your offer helps to clean clean like like a sink or something, right? Like 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 even though your your offer can uh, can do like a billion other things, um, it's might like that like it might not be beneficial to list like like 100 things that your offer can like help them right like just just list their poor use case um and then yeah and uh this this goes hand in hand with you know removing, removing irrelevant features and um yeah so only list things that are relevant to to them basically um the next one is um on relevant benefits so this kind of so much to to the last one, um, your copy hearts hearts on benefits that aren't strong enough to motivate the prospect to act. They don't matter that much. So so like so like basically, um, if fewer so like your offer has you know like let's say five benefits, and 
and like and like four of them are decent benefits mm -hmm. um but then one of them is like you know like a much much more better benefit than like you know the others then then harp harp on on that one instead right so like find the right benefits uh, study your target market to find out their biggest pain points and place the the uh, the strongest benefit first right and front load it okay um next one is accidentally insulting um your copy makes your prospects feel belittled like you're assuming that they're idiots and or judging them for their insecurities um so yeah so don't be accidentally insulting um, um ease up on, like a light on the negative tone uh, try to frame the copy in a more positive light and um review your persona to make sure that you're not making them feel dumb um yeah so like let's say that you're let's say that you're selling to an audience that knows keto right and and, and you spend like like five pages explaining them what keto is <laughs> um you know it's gonna make them just feel like okay like uh, like they're assuming that I'm dumb. After the first paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. So that all goes back to you know learning more about your like your buyer and talking to them, and and and, and making them feel heard and not 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 making them feel like they're idiots. <laughs> um, okay. Next. Next is not enough proof. So um, if your copy doesn't offer enough tangible and, and uh, demonstrable proof that, that the offer is as effective as advertised, then you're gonna have a problem. Because yeah, sure, like surely, surely, like, like you make claims, blah, blah, right? But if you don't provide them certainty that it's actually gonna work for, for them, then that's that's bad. So like what you can do is you can add visual visual demonstrations that clearly showcases the offer being being very effective for, for our customers. Um, and then um, Springland testimonials wins from personas that are similar to your prospect. And uh, yeah, just uh, add a lot of proof, visual visual demonstrations, and yeah, 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 like as much as you can without. Well, hmm, yeah, like yeah, so like as much as you can without it it being too too obnoxious. Yeah. Next, uh, lack of urgency. Um, uh, your copy doesn't give a good reason as to why the prospect should act immediately, then they're probably not going to act. Right. So, um, so like, um, so a good way to do this is to tease fast action bonuses. So give them a, a real incentive or bonus that they act within a given time frame. So you know, like, so like promotions, like you know, really, really good for this. Like, oh, you know, uh, we can get free shipping plus um, fifty dollars off um, if you, you know, buy this before Christmas, you know, you know, something like that. Um, and yeah, and, and, and also bring, bring to light like real, real scarcity, right? Um, and, and make sure that they know the drawbacks of not acting as soon as possible. So like an example of this might be to, to be like, oh, you know, like I, um, I, um, I, we've only made, uh, uh, sorry, we've only made a hundred, um, of this product, um, um, if it sells out, we don't know when we're gonna get the the, the next sh um, shipment in, right? So like, so, like something that that is real real scarcity that that motivates them to act now. Otherwise, you know, they're gonna be like, oh, you know, I I, I probably don't need this right now. So yeah. Um, let's see. Next, risky proposition. Um, 
your copy's call to action feels like it's going to incur too much risk for prospects. Um, perhaps they're worried about a hard sell or time wasted, right? So, um, yeah, so, so like make sure that your call to action is risk-free and make sure that prospects will understand that they're going to win even if it's not a good fit. So, so, um, so this is like, like super important because like, let's say that, um, your, 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 your offer is like kind of like a, like a service-based offer. They're, they're worried that, you know, um, they're going to hop onto a sales call with you and, 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 and uh, you're going to kind of, you know, guilt trip them into buying something that they don't need. And, you know, it's just like not, not like a win-win for like anyone. <laughs> yeah. So like make, so like make sure that, that they're going to benefit for hitting that call to action. Um, even if they might not be, uh, be the right fit. Right. And, and um, like for our product business, you know, this, this is typically, um, I'm the form of like a risk-free money-back guarantee where, you know, you know, if they take it at, um, an account works, but it doesn't work to their full satisfaction, they can at least get their money back. Good one. Um, the, the team just, uh, told me we've already been doing this for an hour, which is fantastic. I know. Right. So I just want to, um, let everyone know i promise like i really want to let daniel go through all the slides because are so important but i promise you we will hunt him down so any questions you have we will get him to him and we will we, we will make sure to answer them all so i'll let daniel go through all the slides because that's really important so any questions you have we'll tag daniel on facebook maybe he'll be nice enough later on to answer and if not we'll uh, we'll hunt him down and we'll email you back with, with all your questions so don't worry about you about that one so sorry cool. and uh, thank you daniel go ahead this is this is great and i really want us to go through all of them because it's really useful information awesome awesome um yeah so let's see so so risk proposition uh, next one overly emotional um so like um this is the opposite of you know um the overly logical one but um if your company leans too hard on on, on emotion tries to go for a super uh, emotional drink uh driven angle uh, without proper uh, without a proper sell argument, then that's obviously really bad. And 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 how to fix it? Um, if, so um, transition the hook into logic. So um, um, so like after the emotional hook, make sure to transition it properly into logic. Um, and then add add more proof, right? So lean the copy back towards logic with more proof of customer success, right? So uh, so like if the copy is too emotional. And there, there's no proof. There, there's no logic. Then, like, it might you know appeal to like certain buyers uh, who are pure emotion. But um, yeah, um, yeah, it's not going to be effective as you know copy that is um, that um, that like leads with emotion, transitions um into logic, and then ends on emotion. Let's see. Um, next one is unclear pronouns. So um, this one's actually pretty common. Um, so like if your copy uses a lot of vague nouns and pronouns that make it extremely difficult for the prospect to understand what's going on, that's that's bad. Um, and and like typically, you know, like you know, I'm gonna uh, these are pronouns like it, he, she, they, them. Um, so like good copywriting tries to um, eliminate uncertainty and you know vagueness. So yeah, so so like remove most pronouns and um, incorporate more specific nouns, right? 
um, so like instead of like you know he like use a proper noun um, instead of they use a better term yeah um, let's see. next not enough desire your copy says a lot about the offer but doesn't do enough to make the offer feel um, enticing enough for prospects to, to want it so yeah so like so like let's say that you know you're 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 listing like a lot of benefits and features and blah blah but at, but at the end of all they don't really want it then yeah that's that's bad um, um how to fix it um uh, feature pays more often so um include more copy about the promised land and and how your offer is the the vehicle to help them get there um yeah so you always want to be reminding them of what your benefits will lead to for them and then also um create a, a real unique uh, mechanism right tease benefits that can only be achieved with your specific offer right so like so like you know for to like call back to the um, example earlier where like like let's say that you're selling weight loss for um busy dads right um um so so it's important to like to like tell why why the offer is specifically for busy dads and and like why why your weight loss offer is better for just busy dads than uh, other markets right so tease benefits that can only be achieved with with your offer compared to other offers in the market that 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 aren't as targeted basically right. yeah and uh that's how you elevate um desire okay next um lexically verbose um, your copy uses a lot more words than necessary to convey a sentiment that can be clearly expressed in a more concise way. Um, yeah, so like if your copy contains too many um, words to like explain something that that could be um, expressed in a simpler way, then that's bad. Um, so use use uh, yeah, use fewer syllables in words um, and have less convoluted phrasing. Split sentences with multiple commas into multiple sentences. Yeah, so just be be more simple. Um, next, uh, undermine offer. Your copy attempts to convey that the offer is a good deal by offering uh, like a reduced price, but it backfires due to poor poor positioning. Right. So, so like let's say that that you're you're selling something, um, and you're like, okay, well, um, um, I know that my price point's kind of expensive, so I'm going to um, uh, give a discount to, you know, make it more more like receptive to to that market, right? Um, the the problem though is that like you know when 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 or like if you don't discount properly your your offer is gonna feel like it's a cheap offer and it's just not not gonna be like good right so um so you have to position the the discount better right so like if you're um, so like if your company is always writing like a fifty percent off discount all like all the time then it kind of um like your like customers I guess know that <laughs> then 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 like they're gonna catch on. They're gonna be like, okay, well like this this place is always half off, um, so that's why not that that good anyway. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then also add add more relevant bonuses, right? So um, so instead of you know discounting um, discounting discounting uh, discounting, you need to add more bonuses that you know move the prospect forward. This way, like like instead of just lowering the uh, I guess value of your product. You can make your product more valuable by um, giving more 
for the same price, um, instead of giving baseline value for like less, right? So yeah, so it's like uh, so it's like better positioning by um, not not discounting as much, but um, uh, uh, but like providing more 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 value than the competition, basically. Okay. Um, next is weak transformation. Um, so your copy doesn't accurately, accurately reflect this, the strength of the offer and magnitude of the desired outcome. And yeah, so like if uh, so like if there is a transformation, but but it seems like it's kind of weak, then that's 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 bad. And like when when prospects pay for something, they want something that is going to change their their situation for the better. Um, in a powerful way, right? So, like, uh, so that's why, like, I guess, uh, um, offers that you know, kind of, kind of like improve something, you know, like, or, or, or like, like get, get, get more, get more fit, or be, mm -hmm. be like smarter, blah blah, like, like that, that, that doesn't um, resonate as much as you know, like lose X pounds in X time, or, or like raise your IQ by ten points in two months, or whatever, right? So, so like, um. So, so always try to clarify the uh, result, make the copy more goal oriented instead of um, improvement oriented, and also improve the offer positioning. Um, um, ensure that the transformation is really apparent from the beginning. And yeah, so don't um, don't just tell someone, hey, like like like, like I want to make you better. Um, really, really future pace like what their life will be like after. The transformation and and like why it's like way 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 better than than you know now and and um and and I'm like do it in a way that where like they can visualize wow like like my life is just completely different <laughs> yeah um, next is the buried lead oops so your copy hides the most unique parts of the offer and doesn't immediately highlight your core selling pro proposition mm -hmm. um. Yeah. So uh, what you want to do is you want to hone in on your value prop um, and and create like a better hook. So yeah. So so you have to I guess well uh, well it depends on you know if you're writing like an ad or a landing page or a sales letter, but you uh, need to highlight the most unique parts of the offer. Um, and um, yeah, you know, uh, make sure that um, your 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 hook is good, and make sure that your prospect knows i um, exactly what they're going to get um, if they finish reading the page or the ad. Um, next is not enough expertise. Your copy sounds like you don't know what you're talking about and clearly sounds like you're trying to make stuff up. Um, how to fix it? Use, use more specific claims. Um, don't use unfinished claims and phrasing that, that makes the claim sound vague. And um, also incorporate more more numbers, right? So add, add more specific numbers throughout the copy to make it more um, believable. Uh, because even if something is true, um, which it should be if you're writing copy, <laughs> um, you you need to be specific um, because you know like there's a lot of offers out there and there's a lot of you know um, there's a lot of BS out there, right? <laughs> and yeah. and and so the the more the more specific you you get, it, um, like the more data uh, you can throw at them. Um, the right places, the more likely that the process would be like, okay, well, you know, this, sure, like, sure, like this is a very common claim, but, but like, uh, like with this offer, um, 
like, just seems like, wow, like, they're not BSing. <laughs> yeah. And then next, um, cliche angle. So, um, so if your copy uses messaging that's already rapid, like, like, you know, on the market and, and doesn't feel fresh or unique, then that's, that's bad. And yeah, so what you need to do is you need to do more competitive research and find an angle attack that, that hasn't already been used and then create like a unique, me uh, unique mechanism, right? So find a better way to convey how your offer differs in terms of process or um, result, right? So, so yeah, so don't, don't use, um, don't use an angle that's like just, you know, like, like everyone's saying that, you know, um, or, or like if everyone's saying X, Y, and Z, um, like you're, you're, you're also saying X, Y, and Z, then it just makes it seem like, you know, you're, you're kind of like a, uh, like a, a commodity, right? So you want to create an, like, like you want to create an angle that makes you seem, wow, like, wow, okay, this, this offer is clearly, clearly different uh, because of, you know, A, B, and C. Therefore, I can't compare it to any other offer. Therefore, this is in, like, in a category of its own, basically. Um, yeah. Okay, so how do we um, avoid these mistakes? Well, uh, we need to dig deeper to understand your um, ideal customers better. Um, um, how do we do this? Um, so um, survey customers, Keep the questions short and don't send more than a handful at a time. Give them compelling incentives to participate. Pretty straightforward. Data um, um, analytics. Um, study data and come up with um, hypotheses that you can test or and, and prove or disprove. You know, with A/B testing. Uh, watch customers go one-on-one -on -one, uh, with with your customer base and, and ask them to narr narrate their thought processes as they navigate uh, through your website and/or offer. So yeah, one-on-one -on -one time. Uh, watching them. Tap into communities. Um, so like figure out where they like to hang out in online communities such as Reddit or Facebook groups. And then then observe their 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 behavior and you know yeah, communities are good, are good ones. Um, so um, industry reports. Uh, find the right research resources in your vertical to better understand your audience. Um, so yeah, you know white papers, um, industry reports, stuff like that. Um, do a video call. Um, ask ask your ideal customers to hop on a video call, you know, and um, grill them a bit. You know, ask uh, um, ask them why they chose to like buy. Um, ask them what what pain points you know they they've solved with your offer, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, next, um, create your own community, right? Uh, so you can create your your own community online that caters to your um, ideal customer. Then you know, interact with them and figure out what what makes them tick. Pretty straightforward. Um, next, map the user journey. So, so like, take a look at all the touch points at which customers have contact with your business, and make sure it's mapped correctly to ensure message journey fit. So, yeah. So, like, so like, last thing you want to do is um, write the the right message, but to the wrong customer, or the 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 wrong message to the right customer, right? So, map the the, the user journey. Um, and then next, use use heat maps. Um, you know, hot jar is a good one. Um, Leverage the power of heat mapping software to understand where where, where drop off points might be. So you know whether uh, whether that's like a pre sale page, the the uh, the sales letter, the uh, the 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 upsell cross sell page, the checkout page. Um, try to figure out where customers will or, or like where where prospects are are dropping off, and then try to fix that um, in terms of copy, in terms of UX, in terms of design, blah blah. Right. 
Um, okay, next. Listen to sales calls. So like if you have an offer that that like that like requires like sales calls, um, tap into these sales calls to gain specific insight into what's not going right for customers and how your um, company can better serve them them. So yeah. Pretty important. Um, tap into your um, email list. So um, um, ask, ask your email list uh, subscribers what, what's bothering them, and then um, uh, um, then have them hit reply and you know uh, tell you about them because you know that's super important. Um, next, study your customer's lifetime value. Um, so so list list your top three most profitable customers and uh, then your top three least profitable ones. And then identify the differences in order to disqualify leads who are, who are a poor fit, right? So, so like, uh, so, uh, so this is a good way to understand, I guess, uh, what prospects you want to be disqualifying um, in your copy. Right. That's a good one, and I know there are some uh, product owner friends that are also affiliate that are going to be watching this later. And uh, this is a great trick that uh, you know all all the big guys use to. Uh, really avoid having that average order value too, not just the lifetime value, because if you uh, are able to weed out the customers that usually purchase less, your average order value will increase and you can have a higher CPA for affiliates. So mm. uh, great point right here. I agree. Yeah. And then um, next is um, look at um, direct competition. Um, study your... Um, study your your positioning uh, relative to the market, and then figure out what their core value props are, um, um, and then find the the gaps uh, in the market. Right. So, so uh, uh, so if you study enough of your competition, um, you will figure out what what gaps are there that are being uh, um, underserved, and um, then by 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 kind of like repositioning your offers, uh, um, your new product launches to fill fill these these gaps. Uh, you're gonna be able to, uh, to like slowly, slowly take over more, more, more of that market share, right? So, so it's uh, so it's super important to figure out, you know, what problems to like, um, to like solve for for that market instead of just, you know, um, blindly just like like launching offer after offer. Uh, next, learn learn from support. So, so like sometimes the the best data is found inside uh, customer support tickets. Dig dig through these these tickets to find what customers are are struggling with. Um, yeah, pretty um, pretty straightforward here. Um, scope up uh, scope up market alternatives. So uh, so like sometimes your yeah so like um, sometimes your competition might not be competition competition, but it might be uh, other alternatives to your uh, offer. Right. So uh, find out what other ways. Might your customer be be solving the problem that that your offer solves in a faster or better way? Then meet them at the problem unaware state that they're in. Yeah. So so like um. So like, so let's say that your your offer is like a like a done for you offer mm -hmm. that helps them you know like uh, gain gain muscle. Let's say right. Well, mm -hmm. the 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 market alternative might be them trying to do them do it themselves or like hire like a personal trainer or blah, blah blah right so like try to figure out um what your your prospects might trying to be do or like so like try to figure out what your prospects might be be doing um instead of buying your offer um and then meet them there 
um, and then bridge bridge that gap and then tell them why your your offer is better than what 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 they're trying to do Um, and then lastly, uh, reevaluate re your uh, uh, positioning. So like try to figure out what job the customer is trying to get done with your offer and ask yourself if your offer is targeting the correct use case. So when when a prospect buys something, um, they're trying to solve some kind of problem, right? Um, AKA like like a job that, that, that they're trying to do. And um, yeah, so ask yourself if, um, uh, if your offer is targeting the right use case, or if you, um, or, or or if you need like you know, slightly re, uh, reposition your product or offer to solve like a different job, right? Yeah. So yeah, so it's important to target the correct use case for your your offer to to ensure that you know whatever you're selling is the the best way to like solve that that problem or that prospect. And uh, yeah, we've we we reached the the end. Um, hope these these tips help. Honestly, I know they do help uh, because I've learned uh, uh, several key points that are fantastic, and uh, it's it's gonna be a really good. Uh, go back to for a lot of uh, our affiliates on you know on copywriting so i really appreciate it how i said earlier for uh everyone who was tuning in on spotify or you know um apple Podcasts, please make some time later to watch this on youtube or facebook because the slides are really helpful and you can make some notes i said it many times and i'll say it again those are important make notes every time i go to one of my favorite conferences or I listen to my favorite podcast, I make a lot of notes and then I implement them. So please do the same. Uh, Daniel, one more question. Um, if you want our friends to take away one key thing from the podcast, just one, I know we had 44 <laughs> plus, if uh, you want them to take away one uh, fact or, you know, uh, lesson, what would that be? Hmm. Yeah. Um, I would, I'd probably say that, you know, um, so become more self-aware, um, I guess is, is, is very important because like, um, I feel like a lot of business owners and like offer owners and product owners, uh, they, they, they don't know their customer um, as well as they think they do sometimes because, <laughs> because the market's always, always changing, right. You know, time, time is always moving, passing and, uh, you know, yeah so like markets shift and yeah so it's important to you know you, you know always be like reevaluating your position like in the market um and and and, and always try to seek higher um higher levels of self-awareness so that you can best position your your offer and and help more people awesome i love it so much thank you again for being here i really appreciate you and um everyone i promise you uh send us your questions we will uh hunt daniel and get any answers you you need from him and uh, have an awesome day we appreciate you and uh reach out with any questions we love you have a productive and very profitable day bye everyone bye daniel thank you again perfect perfect thank you so much